This is the Business English Podcast, Episode 160. Should you flirt with business clients? Welcome to the Business English Podcast from All Ears English. Get the English skills you need to achieve your dreams in global business. For a presentation, a meeting, or your office party, this is Real Business English with your favorite American hosts, Lindsay and Michelle, coming to you from New York City and Colorado, USA. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, Aubrey, what are we getting into today on Business English? I'm excited for today. I am too, and I am dying to hear your thoughts. We got a really interesting question, you guys, which is a little different from anything we've talked about here and is very cultural. So we can definitely share our ideas, but I would love to hear what you guys think, what this is like in your culture, because sometimes with questions like this, there's no right answer. Oh my gosh. Now our listeners are excited to know what the heck we're even talking about. I think we've built the intrigue here. So should we just dive right into it and get our listeners' question? Read the question yes. from our listeners. Do you want me to read the question sure. for us, Lindsay? Yeah, go okay. for it for a change. So yeah, this is from Caroline on Instagram. She DM'd us and said, nice. Dear girls, I'm your big fan from China and I listen to your podcast every morning. Love your style and useful English skills. I love that. Thank love you, that Caroline. Too. Thank you. Thank you. Please share Allers English with your friends. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And then she said, I have a question that's bothering me recently. Since I am doing foreign trade business now, sometimes my client will be flirting with me, but not so interested about our goods or products from my company. And I'm actually worrying that I may lose a client if I don't flirt back. Mm. Deep down in my heart, I don't want to talk to this kind of client anymore, but business is business. Can you help me figure out a solution about how to deal with flirting clients? That would be very appreciated. Love you girls. Sincerely, Caroline. Wow. Such a good question. Big question. Big topic, Aubrey. I hope we can do it justice here today. This is a big one. It's true. It mm. is big. And I want to first say, I think the real key in what she was saying is everything she said about like, Deep down, I am not comfortable with it is what it sounded mm -hmm. like to me, right? She's yeah. worried about it. She doesn't want to have these kind of interactions, but she feels like if she doesn't, she might lose the client. And that I feel like there are going to be so many different scenarios. So if you listening, there's some kind of scenario, but that's not the case. You don't have the discomfort. That's a totally different ballgame, right, Lindsay? Right, because it becomes kind of a power issue, which gets into right. dangerous territory, right? Which gets into yes. sexual harassment and things that are big red flags. And exactly. we want to make sure we get out of those situations. So I think it depends on power. If you feel that you're in the power position and you just want to have fun back and forth, maybe it's your personality. Some people are naturally just flirty as part of their personality and they know the other person is you feel you're in that power position that's fine but i feel like this is a little bit more in the other direction right exactly that's kind of the point i want to make is 
just right off the bat, this is going to be different for every person in every culture, depending on your personality, depending on the culture at your work, right? That's going to change. So our ideas here and what we share might be a little different. You might, you know, have a little pushback or think, okay, that wouldn't work at my job or that wouldn't work for me personally. We get it. It's going to be different for everyone. Oh my gosh, for sure. So much of this depends on culture, personality, work environment. It's a big topic. So it is. <laughs> and I feel like no contract or paycheck is worth putting yourself in a situation where you feel uncomfortable. Like oh, yeah. you said, Lindsay, it's a lot about the power dynamics at work. But also, you want to feel comfortable at work. You want to feel respected. You don't want to have those feelings of like, am I compromising my standards, my more, right? So if it feels uncomfortable to you, you definitely should take that into account. Yeah, for sure. And do something about it, right? Make a change. See, Maybe we'll get into some recommendations of if this is really not good for this listener, if she decides it's not where she wants to be, maybe there's a way to reassign this client to someone else. Yeah. Potentially, but first, before we get into all the the details here, Aubrey, yeah, we have a lot to let's, say. <laughs> <laughs> let's ask our listeners to hit follow, guys. Hit that follow button right now. We get into tons of interesting things from grammar in the workplace to things like this: flirting with a client. Right? How do we deal with this? Should we do this? Should we not? What does it mean? Culture, vocabulary, connection. That's what we do here. So absolutely right. So hit follow so you never miss an episode. We have three new episodes every week. So make sure to hit follow so they just drop right into your queue. Yeah. So did we consult any articles just to get our kind of start thinking about this, see what's been written yes. up there? What, where did we go? What did yeah, we I did some Googling, right? Yeah. Because I know my own personal uh, view on this. And I've actually been watching The Morning Show. And I don't know if you ever saw that, Lindsay. Morning Show? With who? It's There's with Jennifer show. Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. Oh. A lot of big names. Steve Carell's in it. It's oh. kind of based on, loosely, it's sort of historical fiction about a major broadcasting network mm-hmm. and okay. a, a news anchor who was accused of sexual misconduct and fired because of it. A lot yes. of women came out and and accused him of sexual misconduct. And so it's fascinating kind of diving into all of the repercussions of something like that. So um, if you haven't seen that show, I highly recommend it. It's on Apple TV. But I also was trying to do some research to find out what sort of the general consensus, what do people feel? And granted, most of what I found was about the culture in the U.S., business world in the U.S. And that's the first thing to acknowledge is in every country, this is going to be different. Oh, for sure. So I think, you know, before we get into this, we can make some recommendations for some background research to start doing, right? Like, for example, I think the the biggest story that broke a, a renewed awakening, at least in our culture, towards sexual harassment in the workplace is the Weinstein story, Harvey Weinstein, yes. right? And yeah. what was the name of that movie? So he just came out with a movie. I can't believe I don't know the name of the movie. But there is a movie. She said is the name of the movie. It's a fantastic she said, movie. Okay. And it's Charlize it, Theron, right? Yes, it's fantastic. So I'd recommend that all our listeners, after they finish today, do a little background research. Go watch that movie. It's fantastic. Um, and gives you some background on what we're what we're talking about today. We all know what we're talking about today, right? Right. But and that's what's interesting is I feel like the conversation would have been different a few decades ago, oh right? Oh my gosh. Completely. With the Me Too movement and with um, people becoming more vocal about Yes. These power dynamics and work and what makes them uncomfortable. Yes. It's a different conversation now. It's a totally different conversation. And so since the Weinstein story broke and since he was taken to court by 
like dozens of Hollywood actresses, many other stories have broken, right? And we don't right. need to name names, but there's tons of them. There are TV anchors, news anchors, mm -hmm. um, executives that use their power. Um, again, that power dynamic came in and it's, wow, this, this is the moment. So the point is we're in a moment where it's acceptable, at least in American culture, to talk about this, to if something is happening, you don't feel comfortable to bring it up. So exactly, right? We don't, no one has to stay silent anymore. If you feel like there is misconduct, you feel uncomfortable, yeah. you need to let someone know. So we're going to go into some really clear tips because one thing Caroline asked was, she said, you know, how do you deal with flirting clients? And this might be clients is tricky. You don't want to lose that um, relationship. You don't want to lose that contract, maybe. So yeah. this, you know, we're talking about the power dynamic, maybe superiors, people you're working with is also related, but also clients. I understand why Caroline's like, this gets a little tricky because oh, what yeah. if I feel like I'm directly responsible for losing the sale? Oh, my because gosh. I'm not yeah. willing to flirt. It's right. Not, yeah, it's not clear cut, right? We don't want to make it sound like, oh, it's obvious what you should do because it's not, right? It's not. It's not right. easy. So I found this great article by Michelle McGovern from March 2018, where she said what to do when a customer hits on you. Mm -hmm. And it is interesting to think about that. This was pre some of these big developments, um, but it is a little more specific to clients. And I really love some of the advice she's shared. So we're going to share some of the tips I saw there, but also some tips that we have with our, you know, we're thinking about how would this be for us? What would we do if we had a client that yeah. was flirting? What would we do? Yeah, I love it. So let's get started with the first one. What would be the first tip then, Aubrey? Yeah. So our first tip is keep it professional. Like you said, Lindsay, everyone's personality is different. Some people are naturally more flirty. So for that person, it might be a little harder to keep it professional. And mm -hmm. on Dollars English podcast here on Business English, we're often talking about how to get deeper in relationships. Yeah, we do. Asking about childhood and vacations getting a little more personal. So this is where it becomes important to read a relationship to get an idea of what talking about your personal life might imply to someone. And if there's any doubt, keep it professional. Don't get personal, right? You can just talk about the weather or what right. are your weekend plans and not get quite so deep. Right. That's a good point. And so that requires you know, understanding what's coming back from the other person. And then what are the signals that you need to pull back and become very much like become less personal about what you're sharing? Like you said, default back to the weather or something a little more generic, neutral. Absolutely. Right. Mm. And the signals will be different for everyone. Like yeah. anything that makes you feel uncomfortable, if it's a comment about your body, if it's mm. a comment about your personal life that just feels like it's questionable or over the line, you will yes. feel it. You will feel it's like, oh, right. I don't like that. I, I feel mean, uncomfortable. Totally. There are the obvious ones, right? Like questions that I could see someone asking mm -hmm. that are obvious, like, are you married? Like that's a right. question that should not be asked in the workplace, right? Just as a blunt question. Um, that I think exactly, is exactly right? right. It's mm -hmm. anything like that, where you're really starting to talk about our personal lives. If, if you want to keep it all about work, then we yeah. just don't need to go there. Yeah. There's no reason, right? Mm -hmm. It's different exactly. from a colleague, maybe someone of the same gender saying, Oh, you know, are you, you, know, you have a family that's different. It just depends on who it's coming from and what's the context of that conversation in which that question is dropped. Right. Aubrey? Exactly. Right. And this is a little more preventative. You yes. know, if you, um, right. when you're wanting to build these relationships with clients, with coworkers, yes. we want to be able to 
get deeper. We don't want to have to have small talk all the time. Most people will be professional and it will be great to be able to ask them about their families. But you'll know yeah. as soon as you run into someone who is not. Mm, it will feel is, different. It yeah. will feel different based on what they're saying or they're maybe, you know, what they're looking at. There could be anything. The gaze, yeah. Yeah, yes. totally. And then you'll know like, oop, we need to keep it really professional. What's that expression? The spiny sense? What is that expression yes. that people say? Like, the spiny sense went off, right? People, especially women, we have this because we we have had to have this over years of evolution to protect ourselves, frankly. Um, yes. And so we probably have a higher spiny sense than men do, right? We, we, we know when something is off, when someone is being kind of skeezy. Right, kind yes, of icky. we feel it right away. Absolutely, yes. right. And then, yeah. and then we will, uh, if you're wanting to avoid giving the wrong impression, then that's when we get really professional. Right, everything I talk to you about will be really professional. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. So, what would be another tip? I like that these are preventative. Maybe yes. another day we do another episode if our listeners like this episode on reactive. How do you? What do you do then when things are coming? The wrong things are coming to you. What can you do? But today is preventative. Right? Yeah, today is more preventative. Our our final one is a little reactive. So okay. we'll get there. And we're also going to share with you guys phrases you can use to take this advice. Yes. So starting with this next, next one, it's just be clear. Mm -hmm. And so like if a customer suggests meeting up yeah. and you're concerned they're interested in a personal relationship and you are not interested, you can tell them kindly that you have a personal policy to never date customers. Mm -hmm. And how? what's a way that um, listeners could say that, Lindsay? Yeah, you could say, I'm sorry, but I have a strict personal rule to never date clients. Right. Yeah. And if you're armed with that phrase, then you don't need to hem and haw like, oh, yeah, maybe just us two could go out. No, right? If you mm -hmm. can feel like mm, this is this is not like a team happy hour. This is not, right. this feels like yeah. someone's wanting a personal relationship. This is a really great phrase mm -hmm. to be clear that you don't date clients. Right. Right. Or you could also bring it back to a, you could say if they invite you to do something, say something like, oh yeah, we'd love to have a client dinner. I'll have my colleague join us. You know, something like that, where you immediately signal, you know, if, do, if you do want to maintain that relationship, but you want to make it clear, this will not be a date right? Yeah, that's a Let, great idea too, mm -hmm. right? That's Something That would be like kind that. of the first thing where you could say like, oh, yeah, let's have our whole team could meet and right. then bring it back to a person group. is yeah. making it work. And, oh, no, I would prefer it just you and I. I'd love to get to know you. That's and when it, you might need it, to say yeah, this. Yeah, that's, right? that's what I would that's what I would do first. I might signal, let's get every, let's get the whole department involved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, let's get Yes, right. Involved. That's a really good point that there are levels, right? There where, are levels. Yes, you want to build this relationship. You want to have this client, but that's a really great way to say like, Ooh, you know, you and I one on one is not great. So let's yeah. just offer to have the team come or other coworkers come. And then depending on their reaction, mm -hmm. then you might need to use this phrase. All right, cool. Let's go on to the next one, Aubrey. What would be the next one here? Okay. Number three is don't accept gifts, right? So if a client offers you a gift, this is a lot like what you were saying, Lindsay. The best thing you can do is say that you would happy to be happy to share this with your colleagues. Since right. helping them is a team effort, right? You yes. don't have to reject it. How could we say that, Lindsay? One hundred percent. Always coming back to the team. So I'll give this. Yeah. I'll give this to the team for you. This has definitely been a team effort, and I think everyone will appreciate the gesture. So there are three things you're saying in that sentence that brings it all back to your company, your team. Yes. This is not Absolutely. about you and that client, right? 
Right. And then ab- heaven forbid the gift is very personal, like Ugh. jewelry or lingerie or something. Oh That's gosh. when you can use this other phrase and just say, oh, I'm sorry. I have a strict personal rule to never date clients oh, yes. because some gifts are very much implying that I want this relationship I want to date and we need to be clear. And that might just be an immediate signal to have the client reassigned, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there, if someone, yeah, if someone's giving you that kind of gift, that's <laughs> there's no question here anymore about what you could do to redirect to the team, and maybe the circumstance just needs to be changed, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach; you visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Okay, a couple more things that we can do, Aubrey, before we finish up today. We're running yes. out of time already. Our next oh point is, yeah, we'll get through these quick. Just to avoid sharing personal contact information, right? Yeah. Just give them your work number, your work email, and what's a phrase that we can use if they ask for your mm-hmm. personal contact information? Okay, we could say, I'm sorry, but I don't share personal contact information with clients. And again, what you're saying here is you're putting them back into the client category. You're like mm-hmm. correcting them. You're saying you're a client <laughs> that immediately right. creates distance. Yep. You're sending a very clear but respectful message. Yeah. And then this last tip is like you were saying, Lindsay, you know, this is no longer preventative, right? If a customer is flirting with you, you should tell your supervisor, tell HR, like you said, Lindsay, so that a client can be reassigned. And this way, if the situation escalates, your boss is in the loop and can intervene as needed. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So what would we say then? You could say to your supervisor, I'm concerned about one of our clients and I'd like to discuss the issue with you. Mm -hmm. This is definitely something that you would want to, you're, you're not wanting to talk about it in the middle, you know, in the break room, like you would meet with them privately because you want to also respect your client's privacy. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we, we may second guess ourselves at times if we, if the spiny sense does go off, we may overwrite that and say, oh no, 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 I'm sure it's a cultural thing. I'm sure they're just being polite. But what you can always do is ask a colleague if you're working in another culture. Let's say if you are from another country working in the U.S., you can ask an American colleague, hey, uh, like a friend at your level, a woman maybe, this, is, this person said this to me. Is this, what, is it, what do you think about this? Just get a gut yeah, check. Right? Get, get some a advice. Yeah. Yes, get a sense if, you're, if you feel uncomfortable, but you're not sure if the intent was yes. the same on their part. That's mm-hmm. a really good idea. We're going to do a Spotify poll for this episode Ooh. just to ask you guys, right? I would love to get some feedback from those of you in different businesses, different countries and cultures. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's acceptable to flirt with clients? Wow. Interesting. This is going to be the results poll. of that. Really exciting. So you know, guys, over on Spotify, if you're listening to this episode on Spotify, you can just scroll down and answer that poll, simple yes or no, and we will share the results, like you said, Aubrey, in a future episode. I'm excited to see, because it's so, wow, big topic. <laughs> Absolutely, right? And like we said, not everyone's going to be on the same page. So it's interesting. It's a, a yeah. sensitive topic. It's different in some cultures. And I feel like for a lot of our tips, because they're preventative, you do need to decide in advance what you're comfortable with. Right, Lindsay? Yeah, I think it comes down to valuing your own professionalism. You have a lot to offer to your company. You don't have to compromise, right? In any way, you should not have to. 
So exactly. be your own support system, right? It, it's you need to be the one to take that first step and maybe go to a supervisor or go to a colleague and ask a question to see what's really going on. But we don't have to put up with these things. Exactly right. Today's phrases will help you be prepared with what to say so you can make your expectations clear, even if it means losing a client or at least transferring them to someone else at your company. That might be the best option because you shouldn't feel uncomfortable at work. Yeah, interesting topic. Oh my gosh. I feel like we needed an hour today to go through this. I know. (laughs) Maybe we'll come back to it another day. If you guys have follow up questions, feel free to email them to Aubrey at allearsenglish.com and we will do a follow up episode. Good stuff. Thanks, Aubrey. Awesome. Thanks for chatting, Lindsay. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Business English, a podcast just for you, the high-achieving global professional. Want more from All Ears English? Don't miss our biggest and best podcast with 8 million monthly downloads. Just search for the All Ears English podcast and hit follow to get four new episodes per week on fluency, American culture, grammar, and so much more. Or tap the link in the show notes. Remember, we believe in connection, not perfection when it comes to learning English. Follow the All Ears English podcast now. So I I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.